Hello, everybody. Welcome back. And just so everybody knows, this is pre-recorded due to just traveling scheduling areas. So when time of recording, this is current events that we talk about. You're just hearing it a little bit later. Yep. We usually pre-record a little bit, but this one's going to be, what, two, three weeks in advance? Yeah. Yeah. A little further in advance than normal. Yeah. We just, you got some traveling planned and seems like I'm finally getting busy at work and just wanted to make sure we had something recorded so we stay on schedule. Mm-hmm. Is work is work picking up better for you? Um, yes, in a way. It, it's it's getting better than the past couple months. Oh, uh, it was a good month. I'm just doing not the same work really. I've right. been hauling a lot of containers for this guy, which works out great for the most part. Except it's all in Kansas. <laughs> <laughs> but no, it it's been a lot better than it was, you know, in like February. Yeah. So we're just, I'm probably going to be doing the same thing for a while. If if not, it's still going to be out of state work, most likely. Things here are still grim. Okay. Here in Colorado. So, yeah. Colorado's not a great place to be hot shotting in Holland, unless mm. it's for a direct customer. Yeah. There's just, there's a lot of competition here and not a lot of work. And all the work that everyone's competing for doesn't pay a whole lot. Where I can go out to Kansas and fuel's cheaper. I'm the preferred carrier for that guy. I get first dibs on pretty much all the work, and mm-hmm. I don't have to wait 30 days to get paid. Oh, perfect. So that's always a bonus. Yeah. There's a, the one bad fall, Kansas. I don't mind Kansas, to be honest. The only bad fall is it's containers. So anytime it's windy, it really cuts into my profits. Oh, yeah. When you're, uh, when you're hauling those containers, I average... Like five to six miles a gallon. Oh, goddamn. And that's if I try to go the speed limit, like 70, 75. When it's windy, like there was a couple of days where I had a 30 mile an hour side wind, which is, I have a big container. So side wind's the worst. It's worse than having a headwind. Mm-hmm. So even then, I got to cruise at like 60 to get like five miles a gallon. Oh, wow. So a, a three hour trip takes me five or six. Oh, yeah. So it's just, it's, it is consuming. It is what it is. I actually don't mind the work. The guy's really cool. So, I like it. That's good. I like it a lot better than sitting at home going broke. I'm sure that's <laughs> a side that a lot of people will go with. Yeah. It has its, like you said, pros and cons. Yeah. What I do like about it is it's like, it's kind of the most scheduled work I can get to. So, it's like, I can go out there and haul for him, say, I'll take five containers. That means I'm going to haul one Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, come home. Like, there's no of this, I don't know where I'm going to be. Oh. Like, it's pretty, that's that's one of the big things, too, is it's like, I know where I am. I know how much money it costs me to drive from him to home, where it's like, there's times before where, like, you've texted me and asked me where I'm going to be, and I'm like, I don't know. Yeah. You know, you end up in Michigan on a Friday. You can't justify driving home from Michigan empty. Mm-hmm. Where him, like, I'm delivering to Hayes, Kansas, so it's about a four, five-hour drive. So that makes sense. It, it has a lot of perks to it. Like you said, the only, I wouldn't say the downfall is it's in Kansas. The downfall is I'm in Colorado. Yeah. If that makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just the time to get there and away from home. Yeah. I just, if I lived another couple hours east, it'd be better. Yeah. Or if he was, he's actually hooked me up. Hopefully, hopefully it works out. There's another guy who takes containers and he's in Sharon Springs, Kansas, which is two or three hours from home versus five. 
I don't know where that's at in Kansas. It's, it's way closer to the Colorado border. It's a little town. But the whole point is, is he can pay me and I can go do like four containers for him Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, or Thursday. And then on Friday, take a container to that guy in Sharon Springs. So obviously, because Sharon Springs is further, it pays more. Mm-hmm. So like the profit margin would be the same after you factor in fuel because I'm going another 200 miles further than he is. Mm-hmm. But then by the time I deliver, I'm only two or three hours from home. Yeah. So it's like. Makes it a lot better. If the world, if, if the stars align, <laughs> I could have a, a decent gig, at least until they stop buying containers. He, he, he forewarned me it's not. Like I've hauled for him a lot. And usually what it is, it's like I call him when I'm out in Kansas. Like, hey, bro, hook it up. Like, I'm in Kansas. What yeah, do you I'm got? in what Kansas you City. You need one? And I try to be out there on a Friday because like, I know it gets me as close to home as I can get usually. Mm-hmm. But he's bought a bunch of containers because the cont- prices of buying containers on his end, he's got a connection. And he was able to get a bunch at a really good price. But he was like, yeah, I'm, I'm stocking up now. So I've got this many now. I don't know what's coming after that. Okay. So it's not forever, but... It might just hold me over long enough until some of the local oil field stuff starts picking back up. There you go. Hell yeah. That would be a perfect world. Yeah. Perfect. Or I win the lottery. <laughs> that would be super nice. I so, want to win. Yeah. But anyway, guys, I don't know. By the time this episode comes out, I might be broken out of business anyway. <laughs> well, now you can start your, another podcast and you can record daily. Yeah. Fucking Albert's rants. I can rant a lot. I don't know if people would care to see it though, <laughs> but that's kind of what this episode is, huh? You, uh, you had some, some insights on some current events going on in the world. Yeah. So for all the people that drink beer, know what's happening. That's all I have to say. Yep. Um, and it's funny because I was thinking when it happened, I was like, man, it's a good thing I quit. Because, um, so it's not really a good thing it's i don't know it's a weird topic but obviously but like cans have changed their marketing team has done some um extravagant things they've done some dumb fucking shit yeah i'll say it <laughs> and it, you know it, it's it's i don't even know it's stupid yeah. i don't i don't i don't agree with it you know what the problem is so this what's today the 8th. So today, we're recording on the 8th. So earlier this week, they did an ambassador partnership with Dylan Mulvaney, who's this, um, in my opinion, fake transgender attention whore. I would have never known who, who he was until you told me about him a couple episodes ago. Yeah. He, it's, it's a joke. Yeah. He's a joke. Now, Bud Light teaming with him is not a joke. A lot of people have been asking, like, why they would do this. And there's a, one of the theories I heard that I kind of tend to see is most logical is there's a bunch of millennials working in the marketing department and they don't think about their customers. What they think about is the, whatever 11 million followers he has on TikTok. Mm -hmm. My thing is hopefully somebody in upper management of Anheuser-Busch is like, fuck you, fuck you, you guys are fired. Because I bet you there's a lot of Coors drinkers this weekend. Um, just from the few days that since this has happened, I've seen a lot of comments 
where bars and liquor stores are n- requesting to not have Bud Light or anything Anheuser-Busch in their stores anymore. Yeah, I believe it. And that speaks volumes because they are losing millions. Hopefully. You know, the problem with boycotts... The problem with boycotts, too, is Anheuser-Busch covers a lot of brands and there's other parent brands, so you can never, like, boycott, boycott everything like you want to. Yeah. So, like, the generic people... The generic thing people are doing right now is there no budweiser no bud light like the typical anheuser you know bush all this shit that is obvious which i'm not saying they shouldn't do they should absolutely do it because the best way to make a make your voice heard is vote with your dollars people also like you'd point out people are trying to throw back while coors has done stuff like this before too and all as a coors product user hence like the keystone and the coors i you guys see me drinking on here sometimes they sure they've supported lgbt rights Mm -hmm. and i think people we can piss and moan and argue all day about lgbt the problem with dylan mulvaney is what he represents today he doesn't just represent someone with gender dysphoria or whatever he is a uh he's a fucking joke and he's part of the part of the people who are pushing to like push this shit on the minors. And that's where this shit is getting really debatable. Depending on who you talk to. But like Coors Light has done pride cans before. Bud Light has also done gay pride cans in the past. You know, they've had like rainbow colored cans and shit. And I got- so just quick interruption. How long do those cans last? Do you know? Oh, I'm sure. I think the one article or the one thing I seen said Bud Light has done it like every Pride Week, and I think they did it at one Super Bowl. Well, it's so like how like how long do those cans stay on shelf? Was it just like we're only gonna do we're only gonna make these cans for a week and then that's it? Or yeah, okay, th- that's what I'm saying. Like I've got no problem with a brand, and I don't think most people who are actually putting a little bit of thought into this have a problem with them supporting. A like a LGBT LGBT fucking week or whatever, because there's a lot of people who like we talked about when Tyler Luton was on the podcast. We don't care, you know. There's people who are gay, lesbian, straight, transsexual, whatever. We didn't care. We never cared until they started pushing this shit further. Then they started pushing that envelope, and that's where it's become a problem. And with uh. With Bud Light and them choosing to do this Dylan Mulvaney thing, what I was saying is there's a bunch of millennials in the advertising department now. They didn't think about their customers. Mm-mm. They th- they seen him on TikTok or whatever, decided he had 11 million followers and paid him like 50 grand or something to do uh, a brand ambassadorship. But the disrespect that every, and I'm not a Bud Light guy, never have been, but every Bud Light drinker should see this pl- the plain disrespect of like, they don't even know their customer base. Yeah. I mean, let's be honest. A large majority of Bud Light drinkers are going to be blue collar construction, lower, cl- lower middle to lower class, you know, people. We're not going to, I don't see a bunch of transgender people hanging around drinking Budweiser and Bud Light. You know, they're drinking champagne with, olives and shit (laughs) (laughs) okay like i see it as a point in disrespect to anybody who is a butt light drinker and i invite you over to the coors brand if you were because 
no transgender people on our cans. But it's more, it's not so much like a team Coors versus Bud Light type of thing or Miller or whatever you want to drink. It's just like the, uh, what I say? Vote with your dollars. Mm-hmm. These fucking people, they took something popular that had nothing to do with the brand. They're pushing it because they want to keep making it more popular. Yeah, they see, they see a blue can that reaches just as, you know, more people than the followers on Dylan's can, and they're trying to incorporate that, but they're pissing off everybody that's not on Dylan's yeah. TikTok. They have no respect for the people who don't care about Dylan or yeah. the people that are just blatantly against it, Yeah, which are going to be the majority of people. I would be, like, if you took the Dylan Mulvaney fans or whatever and was like, what percent of the people who are following you drink Bud Light? Mm-hmm. I'm going to guess less than, and I'm not saying who will drink a Bud Light. I'm saying people who drink Bud Light. Yeah, that, that's their go-to yeah. out of the fridge. Yeah, people who have a, have a few. You know, people who, when they do drink, they only drink one brand. Yeah. Whether you're a diehard alky or whether you're a casual drinker, whatever, but it's your drink. Mm-hmm. How many people of that pool are also Dylan Mulvaney fans? I would guess less than half a percent. But what they're trying to do is they're trying to take a fringe thing over here, push it upon all the bil- millions of people who drink Bud Light, and make it popular. Mm-hmm. And if you're smart, vote with your dollars and let them know what you think. If you support yeah. it, go buy your Dylan Mulvaney can. Yeah. So, like... The problem with Dylan Mulvaney, I guess the bigger picture that I should be saying is it's not why these brands promote shit. It's why what they're promoting is a problem. Dylan Mulvaney... Like, people have gone through his TikTok and his past. Like, this guy was on The Price is Right when he was still a man, right? He won, like, some five or $10,000 question, which to us poor people is probably a lot of money. But it, it, on the game show, that's, like, the lower tier. Like, that's the not the big prize at the end. Yeah. So he wins a lower tier, and he goes on, like, a three-and-a-half-minute weird like hard to describe dancing thing because he got a question right three and a half have you ever seen prices right oh yeah okay so he gets one of those first few little uh games yeah and wins like five or ten grand or whatever yeah so you know it's like the uh the he's playing plinko or whatever yeah like the quarterfinals he's not even at the finale yet and he wins this five or ten thousand dollar deal and he does a literally i think they timed it. it was like three and a half minutes of him running around dancing if that's what you call it fucking just he's an attention whore that's all he's ever been and people have gone back to his tiktok and if you go way back he was doing things like he tried to tell jokes then he had something about like animals like doing shit with animals like talking about them filming them photography Mm -hmm. but then when he did day one as a girl that's when he got millions of views Oh, that's when his viewer count went up. That's when he got all those views, and then he did the whole 365 days of becoming a girl. He's so brave. He's a joke. (laughs) (laughs) He's a joke. What people have pointed out about this dude is like, he goes hiking in high hills. No woman has ever done that. On all the hikes I've been on, I've never seen anyone in heels. Somebody I was listening to phrased it as, he is a character, caricature of what a man thinks a girl. Like, he's... He's a troll. He's a living troll. Mm-hmm. Like, 
he 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 got tampons and was talking about his Barbie pouch. So he's the Liverpool king. No, no, no. Um, don't even go there. Not even close. He's faking. No, like Liver King was on steroids, no. pretended to be on steroids, saying he wasn't. So he lived this lie. And he no, no, no. Way worse. Okay. So it's way worse. Okay. Imagine Liver King if he was a scrawny five foot four, 99 pound dude pretending to be ripped and pretending to be hard. Okay. Like. Dylan Mulvaney is like arms the big as, as big as my calf walking around fucking big chest. Yeah, exactly. That's what <laughs> Dylan Mulvaney's doing to women. Okay. He, he's being the most um not extravagant, exaggerated form of a woman. Okay. Like he gets tampons and starts calling his imaginary vagina a Barbie pouch. Have you ever heard a grown woman refer to her shit as a Barbie pouch? I cannot say I've ever heard those words put together. <laughs> exactly. This is the point. He goes hiking in heels. He's the most exaggerated form of what he calls as a woman, but he's really like the way he phrases and talks is advertising as a girl. He doesn't call himself a lady. He calls himself a girl. So my question, why does he still go by Dylan Mulvaney if he's not a, if he's not a man? Name recognition. It's already his brand. He can't, he can't bail on it now. Okay. He got famous as Dylan Mulvaney. That, that'd be like The Rock trying to only go by Dwayne Johnson now. <laughs> it okay. just wouldn't work. Yeah. Um, but no, the problem is, is this guy is insulting to women. If you're a woman, you're probably pretty offended by the way he, he's trying to say he's a woman and acting like it. Mm -hmm. So go look at him and you're going to be like, that's not what women act like. He's like, he's making fun of us. He's a living troll. Yeah. You know, he's sarcastic. But it's getting him millions of dollars, millions of views. Got him invited to the White House. Got him a sponsorship with Bud Light and Nike now. Funny. Colin Kaepernick was on Nike. It's not that big of a deal. I mean, just a bunch of losers go least, there. Mm, I think it's a bigger deal because yeah. he got a sports bra thing, and some guys like hard to make sports bra with no boobs. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, this. I mean, this guy's he's he's a ninety nine. He's like a hundred pound scrawny little fucking loser and he couldn't make it as a man. So now he's trying to act like a woman. But, mm -hmm. um, I think that was like what we were talking. That's one of my big frustrate, I guess not frustration, but it's more of like an insult. It is. It is. That, like we were talking, it's, I'll just kind of say it again. You know, the old nineties, early two thousands Gatorade commercials when it was, you know, anything you can do, I can do better. You know, man versus women, you know, trying to compete against yeah. each other. Now men are saying they can be better women than women. Yeah. And now, <laughs> Now, basically, the new thing should be anything. I can do anything that I don't even know. But basically, men, so good at everything, we have to do it now as a woman, basically, was what it is. <laughs> That's what they're trying to say. And they make it okay. And now, I mean, I think... I think women should be fucking pissed about it, whether or not they are or not. I mean, that's up to you to decide. I think it's insulting that this fucking... This guy is just getting all the recognition for like you say, being a troll and a woman when he doesn't, he's not a woman. Yeah. Meanwhile, there are women out there that are, you know, killing whatever their thing is. Yeah. You know, they're killer athletes. They're killer entrepreneurs, bus entrepreneurs, business, business yeah. women. Yeah. And the woman of the year is Dylan Mulvaney. Yeah. And it's all these trans people. Look at the Leah Thomas swimmer, dude. Yeah. Not only is he trans, so he gets to compete against women. He still sleeps with women. Mm-hmm. So he's like a lesbian trans man. And I'm like, that's just a straight dude fucking around so he can get gold medals and make money. Yeah. 
you know? People say, like, why would they do that? Well, they make money. They get these sponsorships. They get all this attention. It's all money. And these people, you know, it's never a female trying to be a dude competing against dudes. No. It's always the other way around. Why do you think that is? And I think women are offended, and I think a lot of them are just, they don't want to talk about it. You know, they don't want to get judged by other women because there's such like a, it's a fine line between like, I support free, your freedom to choose what you want versus you're being a douchebag, I yeah. guess. I mean, for me, it's easy. I'm yeah, it, it is um, interesting when you put it like that because women, you know, they, they say we got we to gotta stick together. We got to help women. W- women have to help women. But at the same time, he's not a woman. Yeah. So I, I think you should be standing up for you and your actual biological fellow women and make yourself heard that it's not okay and because what you said that they only started the sponsorship because of his one-year celebration of being a woman i don't know why they started it i mean the the clear reason is why is i think he has a reach he's got millions of followers on tiktok he got invited to the white house he's the center of attention but obviously not much of a center of attention if i've never heard of him between before you well you're a rarity okay you're you're that guy that you're you're at a fine line between um you're you're a fine line between not being over invested and being too underinformed. Okay. You know what I mean? You're like like uh they talk about it with voters. There's there's a lot of argument about should you be allowed to vote if you don't even know who the candidate is? And I can see both sides of that argument. I mean, one side is freedom, America motherfucker. Yeah. The other side is you're just wasting a vote. Well, the other side is people who don't even know these people's names are getting these people elected and they're destroying our country. So there's yeah. like this whole argument. I'm about, only voting for Biden because Trump doesn't get in. Well, no, no. Worse than that. Yeah. It, they're talking like like uh, just uninformed voters. Yeah. You know, it can swing an election either way. And that's some, some people argue that you shouldn't be able, like there, but there's no way to track it. Like yeah. there's no way to go, John. Do you know enough that you're qualified to vote? Like, what are you going to do? Go give everybody a test? You, you just can't do it. But I see their point is saying, like, when you have someone who's so out of the news, never watches anything, doesn't even know who Joe Biden and Trump are, and that person gets to go vote, that's a scary thought. Yeah, that one, yeah, when you, uh, that point is a Yeah, that's, that's what I'm saying. You're, you're like that guy that you're, you're out of the loop, you know, by choice. But you're also I'm not so disconnected where I know yeah, literally you're, nothing. You, exactly. Yeah. You know, so that's but there are people that are just that disconnected that know nothing. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. You can never you can never fix that problem. It's always gonna be there. Yeah. They're, they're, all, all you can do is have people reach out and talk and speak their minds like we do here. Mm-hmm. You know, try to get your point of view and talk and discuss and debate ideas. And that's the problem with like the whole back back to what we were talking about. But <laughs> But light in these places doing these sponsorships. It's like there's no respect for your current customer base. And you're pushing. It's not like you just sponsored a losing football team or whatever. You're sponsoring. You're you're choosing to sponsor. Why isn't fucking Bud Light putting, you know, uh, how about there was that. I think there was like a college football coach or something. He got fired for praying on the field like Tim Tebow used to do. Okay. And then he sued, took it all the way to the Supreme Court, won a bunch of money, and got his job back from the school. Why isn't he on the Bud Light can? 
Yeah, like, he's not special enough. Well, people's point are like you're choosing to push something. And right now you're choosing to push this radical transgender ideology. It's not just you're pushing the idea of transgender people. You're pushing the radicalness of it, which is where these people want to give it to kids mm-hmm. and minors. I mean, to segue, look at the uh, latest big school shooting that made the news. That was a oh yeah, the one in Nashville, yeah. not Nashville, but in Tennessee. Yeah, that was a transgender person who targeted that school, and like I made a post about it. You know, a lot of people we seen it. There's. Oh, is that the one you were telling me that you were arguing with people about? No. Oh, okay. That was about trucking. I'll tell, oh, you, that. Okay, I'll tell okay. you that one another time. Okay. It was just one of those ones that reminds you how stupid people on the internet are. Okay. But no, it, it like the uh, the transgender school shooter. It's like, why can't we acknowledge what it was? It was a targeted of they targeted Christians. It should be a hate crime. The Fed should be on it right now. Mm-hmm. Like that's what it was. But it's once again, it's just turned into a gun control debate but they're not addressing the problems like because then going off school shootings i saw somewhere that there was even another person that was planning a school a shooting here in colorado but they got caught yeah i think it was up in the springs was it yeah there's another one in florida too where the lady i think who ran against desantis turned her own kid in because her own kid was threatening to shoot up a school what is wrong with people well, I think the first and foremost issue is we're not identifying the idea of being um, transgender as a mental problem. Yeah. People are encouraging it. Like, Obviously, it's on like, a butt like him. Exactly. I'm like, okay. I had this argument a long time ago one time with this person who was saying uh, <sighs> transgender people should be allowed in the military. And my argument against it was no, obviously, I don't think they should be. They're like, well, what, you don't think gay men and lesbian? I was like, I got no problem with gay men and lesbian as long as they're openly gay or lesbian. Like, there's a difference if you're not being open about it and you're, you know, being some kind of pervert or whatever. But if you're in an army unit, like I've talked to military guys who served with other gay guys, and they're like, I was the hardest motherfucker in our unit. Like. Mm-hmm. That it doesn't affect their performance. But as long as everyone knows and everyone's on the same page, I got no issue. It's different if you're hiding it. But the transgender thing was I was like, we went back and forth, and there's certain type of people we all know in this world, you'll never convince them of anything. So I just summed it up as, if you can't figure out what gender you are, I don't want you on a military where you might start not being able to figure out which side of the war you're supposed to be on. Mm-hmm. That's why I don't think transgender people should be in the military. I think it's a, I think, and it clearly is a mental disorder and people need to treat it as such. Yeah. No, that's a good, very good point to have. I mean, that's the problem with the school shooting is they're, they're trying to ignore it. This is the first time a school shooter has been fucking called a victim. What? Yeah. People are saying, I didn't know that they were saying that. Well, yeah, but they're like, she is a victim in a sense. How? Not, not in the shooting. I am. Super ecstatic that those fucking police went straight in there without hesitation and fucking put her ten in. Cause wasn't the resp- response time in like less than five minutes? I thought initially it was four, and then I heard fourteen. Oh, either okay. way, it was immediate. It yeah. was as fast as it could have been. There was no cops waiting outside the school for hours like we've seen on other issues. Mm-hmm. They went straight in and handled business. Which, so why was she a victim then? Well, 
because she had a mental disorder that people encouraged rather than tried to help or diminish. Okay. Okay, look at this. If you have body dysmorphia, right, and you just, you can't stand your right hand, go to a doctor and say, I don't like my right hand, cut it off. They're going to say no. You need to go see a therapist. Okay. You need help. But someone goes in and says, I can't stand being a dude. Cut my fucking dick off. They go, gladly. (laughs) Give it up. (laughs) Give it to me. (laughs) That's what I'm saying. Okay. We're not, people are starting to not treat this like it's a problem. Yeah. And it is a problem for those people. It is a mental disorder. There's varying degrees of mental disorders. You know, you might have fucking... You know, some people are depressed. Some people are severely depressed. Yeah. Some people are body dysmorphic as in the fact that they're anorexic. Like, we don't encourage people to be anorexic, but we encourage them to chop off body parts. I don't, I just can't understand where this all makes sense. Yeah, yeah, I get that. (laughs) Like, I'm too fat. And you're just like, I I I was talking to my wife about this last night, and I was like, I'm so confused. We're supposed to be in the body positivity movement where if you're, <laughs> oh my if God. you're three, I feel like I know where this is going. <laughs> you're 350 pounds, you know, you're sexy and you should be proud of it. But God forbid, if you were born a man, you should chop that shit off. Or if you were born a girl, you should chop your boobs off and start <laughs> sewing other things on. Like the problem is both of these ideas are coming from the same type of people. What are we supposed to be? Body, body positive or not? I'm confused. Yeah. Like where? <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> I don't understand your logic. Big is beautiful, but having a dick is weird. Cut that shit off. Exactly. <laughs> it makes no sense. Oh my God. Are we body positive or not? Yeah. <laughs> Jesus. No, it's, it's a rough one. It's a rough one just because it's like. So I guess my, my follow-up question would be, are you, you're not against the gay pride stuff like on the can it's the dylan mulvaney yeah okay it's just like i'm not against i wouldn't be mad that uh i don't know because like we were so i I saw a couple of videos you know we were talking how like coors and all these other brands you know endorse and give money to these groups well the biggest things and like I obviously I don't know that I don't pay attention to that kind of thing I don't I don't if it's true it's true if it's not then it's not but I don't remember them sponsoring and putting these types of people on the cans like you don't see uh, Caitlyn Caitlyn Jenner's not on anything anymore it used to be when when it was Bruce and he was on Wheaties and he was a man and he was an Olympian Bruce Jenner Caitlyn Jenner's not on anything um. And even if it is, they give money to gay, gay organizations and events and th- things like that. You know, it's just, here's some money. We support you. But not, let's put Dylan Mulvaney on the face of Bud Light. Yeah. It, it's, like, people like to make that argument. Like, oh, well, these other brands, they do gay pride this, gay pride that. And it's like, you, you have to live in a world where... You know, the able, that age old adage is like freedom of speech means my right to speak, but it also means I have to defend your right to speak. That used to be the, uh, what was it? The N, not the NAACP. 
Maybe it was the NAACP. The people who always are like watchdogs for civil rights and they're always in lawsuits with the government. Okay. That used to be their, their, they used to defend Nazis and they used to defend other people because they're like, if, if we want, you know, African Americans to have the freedom of speech, that means we have to defend, you know, everyone's, ba- or uh, Joe Schmo's freedom of speech that he doesn't like black people. Mm hmm. So there, there has to be a point where you have to recognize that, and that's why I always say vote with your dollars. If you don't like what Bud Light did, don't buy any, and let them know you're not buying it. Mm-hmm. Do what these people are doing. It's, it's the best way to get a message across, because that's what all these companies are about. They're about money. Oh, yeah. So they thought they were going to make money with this Dylan Mulvaney stunt, and my thing is... I wonder, like, I wonder if I can Google their stocks. I'm sure they're dropping. But my thing is Dylan Mulvaney doesn't represent like somebody who has gender dysmorphia. He represents a fringe, sarcastic, wannabe version of women that is degrading to actual women. You got something about No? No, I'm reading. No, I'm just saying, yeah. I mean, that's, I think that's the problem with Dylan Mulvaney is he's not genuine. He's doing this for attention and... If, if women see what he does, they would probably find it insulting. It's like, you know, when, when women make fun of dudes, yeah. they, they always use that like dude voice that sounds like a very low IQ, half wit guy. Yeah. Because they're trying to be funny. Yeah. Like, yeah, you're making fun of us. That's Dylan Mulvaney's entire existence as a fucking she-he. Okay. <laughs> I gotcha. He's just, he's like the most extreme sarcastic version of a woman. And it, it's insulting to me as a fucking dude like it's it's disgusting to me and it should be insulting to women and i'm sure a lot of women would look at his content and be like that's disgusting and the other thing about the uh um lgbt whatever pride like when these companies do pride weeks and stuff they uh there's probably not a lot of just genuine normal ass gay people lesbian people legitimate trans people Mm -hmm. that condone what Dylan Mulvaney's doing and what the extreme people are pushing. Like there's a lot of gay people that are against like this idea of transitioning kids under the age of 18. There's a whole group of, there's a whole organization of gays against trans, which is weird because it's like your letters are all in the same acronym. (laughs) But their whole point is it's like, it's one thing to be Bruce Jenner. Yeah. He transitioned at what? Like, fucking 70 or however old the fuck mm-hmm. he is like, so i have a question because i saw a video because caitlin golfs right does he play from the men's or women's box buys him i'd play from both just, he's an olympian athlete he could probably beat everyone <laughs> he, he calls and makes tea times for two so he can play as bruce and caitlin <laughs> tee off the whites and the reds smart move. <laughs> no uh but he's come out or she, whatever, has mm-hmm. come out against and spoke against a lot of this transitioning stuff. You know, there was a famous military guy who transitioned to a female afterwards who's now detransitioned and come out speaking against it and as an adult. But, like, I think people's bigger problem is this shit with minors and children. You can't buy a lottery ticket till you're 18, but... Some states now you can go and have body parts cut off without your parents' consent, but when you're 15. Mm-hmm. Like, or you can't even get a tattoo without parents' consent until you're at, at the age of 18. 
Yeah, but you can change your entire fucking biological being. Yeah. You can take take hormones, you can take testosterone, you can do whatever you want. And I think people are some people are just calling what this is, which is basically a bunch of predators after children. Yeah. And that's that's where I think the issue is and that's what this Dylan Mulvaney guy represents. Um, so I'm trying to look at stocks and I don't know how to read this shit. So there's a performance for the past five days is negative 0.08%. And then like a month was 10 point was positive 10.3%. So it says in the past, I'm how I read this in the last five days, it's almost dropped one tenth of a percent. Well, it's, it's popular because it's the first thing on my search bar on my stock app. Oh, is it now? Okay. Well, hopefully you know how to read this stuff better than I do because I don't. Not really, but I just know it. Um, so it says $66.04. I'm guessing that's what it is a share. And it says it's down 0.3 and then so 0.45%. This app shows me it's dropped half a percent this week. Okay. It's dropped from... Uh, sixty six dollars a share, sixty six seventy three to like sixty six thirty four, which probably doesn't sound like a lot, a lot, but for a hundred and thirty one and a half billion dollar company, like they freak out about those one percent movements. Mm-hmm. Now let me look at a month. So from what I'm seeing on this graph that they put, um, they were on a steady climb until March. 31st, which I'm going to guess is probably when this thing initially happened. Yeah. Uh, a couple days after. Mar- yeah, because March 31st would have been last Friday. Well, I think he did his TikTok video over last weekend. Oh, okay. So yeah, right when it happened. Yeah, so it's been going down ever since this announcement. I mean, the problem is they also are propped up. The yeah, Ana- this is just Anheuser-Busch. This yeah, isn't just yeah. Bud Light. Well, there isn't a just Bud Light. It's owned by Anheuser-Busch. Yeah. So the company owns a portfolio that includes over 400 beer brands. Yeah. I mean, yeah, because you have Bud, like, you know, the major ones we talked about. Bex, but- they own Bex, Bud Light. Uh, Miller. Modelo. Michelob. Yeah. Um, they also are a big partner with Pepsi. 7-Up, Gatorade. Like, this whole beverage world is crazy. Yeah. If you look it up, basically everybody owns everybody, and everybody's also owned by, like, Miller Coors, Anheuser-Busch, and one other one, InBev or some shit. And they're all owned by, like, BlackRock or some shit, you know? <laughs> <laughs> but, no, they're, uh, I think I think the middle class and blue-collar people should be upset that this shit, and not that I should really tell you just to go buy Coors products but I'm saying like this is a good indicator of but with your dollars mm-hmm. you know I I've told my wife and I personally don't we none of my money gets given to Starbucks agreed um yep uh, yeah, Chick-fil-A has also been a hard one for me for a while I know people are Chick-fil-A fans but I'm coming I'm coming around to the Chick-fil-A idea because I'm starting to understand them a little more what's your problem with chick-fil-a two problems well they wouldn't hire me because i had a tattoo when i was like 15 or 16 which i thought was 
discrimination in its own fucking form. Yet they hired a kid that worked there that I know is a little fucking cokehead. You can hide that shit. Yeah. I can hide my tattoo under a sleeve, but they didn't care. They were too religious based. Anyway, and then my other problem was uh, the CEO or whatever big wig at Chick fil A at some point in time came out and said, like, the whole problem in this world is our generation. Like you and me? Yeah. Okay. And I severely disagree because I think, like, the problem is we're technically millennials. Oh, yeah. I know. And I think, honestly, they need to start. They need to quit calling, like, millennials, Gen X, Gen Z, all this shit. It needs to be, like, five-year increments because shit changes a lot between whether you grew up with no internet and some internet. It also is different whether you were an adult when you got internet or not. Like, in our case, we had a point of time in life without internet interference. But we were also very young when we first got onto the internet. Mm-hmm. So and we had like, dial-up. Yeah, but we still had it. Yeah. You know, we saw the MSN chat room shit and AOL, yeah. AOL chat. Like, like, so we're not completely ignorant to the pre-internet world. But then again, like... We my, saw the rise of it. My youngest brother is ignorant to the pre-internet world. You know, because he's 15 years younger than me, I think. Oh, wow. Okay. So that's, uh, like, it's a big difference. So I think, honestly, I think generations need to have more categories. But I also think calling my generation the problem is, like, you're only seeing a reaction to the boomer generation where I've always joked around, why do we have people making rules for us that are going to fucking die before? Like, you have these guys who are 86 years old voting to implement, you know, all electric cars by 2040. It's like, motherfucker, you know you're not going to make it till 2030. Yeah. Why do you get to make rules for 2040? They like, like to blame us and the you know generations when we see the world changing and adapting and we go with it and we learn with it as they sit there and do nothing while the world continues to spin and they complain about it. The problem is it's like... It's like... like Parents and grandparents, you know, they're like, well, I don't know. I can't understand. I don't understand this fucking phone. I don't know how to do all this shit. And back in my day, back in your days, gone. You need to learn. You either get with the times or you fucking go with the times. You get, you, you have to figure it out or fuck around to find out. Yeah. There, there, there's a bunch of arguments to be made. The only thing I was pissed off about is it's like, my generation isn't the problem. No. We're a problem. Mm-hmm. But you know what else is a problem? A bunch of 85-year-olds making laws that are going to go into effect after they die. Yeah. A bunch of politicians who are 75 years old stock trading on the same companies they regulate. That has nothing to do with 30-year-old Albert and John. No. Agreed. So how are you saying my generation is the problem? There's a big difference between the and a. And the fact that you want to point the finger at me means you don't want to think about your fucking generation of people. Yeah, the problems that you created. Yeah. You guys voted for a lot of this shit when you were 30, which has led to where we are now. Yeah. So I don't know what to tell you. People don't think about their consequences. That was my problem with Chick-fil-A. Okay. (laughs) I'm coming around to it because like, you you have to draw hard lines in the sand. Um, Like, you know, I'm a, I will only go to Target out of severe desperation. Yeah. I drug you in there. You didn't even buy anything. I won't. 
the only time I bought anything there is when we got locked out of my truck. And even then, if it wasn't for the fact that you were there, I wouldn't have done it. I would have waited. <laughs> Stubborn. Stubborn well, ass. Well, Target is a t- the type of place that wants these fucking... The bathrooms, yeah. The bathrooms. That's what a lot of it started with, you yep. know. So it's like, fuck you. I don't, I don't support that, and I don't support that you support that. Don't know what to tell you. Like, I'm not an, an extreme right, like, hardcore, like, religious Bible-thumping preacher. Like, but things seem simple to me. Like, dude, this person lets man, men in women's bathroom. I don't agree with that. I don't shop there. Exactly. You know, and the fact that you campaign and make commercials and try to push that idea onto others. It's like, I, like to me, why don't you just make a fucking unisex bathroom and let them use it? They have those. It's called the family room. They're not families. They're just people. <laughs> Like I've been to places that have, like gyms, a lot of gyms have unisex bathrooms. Yeah. Just have one bathroom that anybody can use. But the idea that you're going to let, you're going to ignore the fact that there are pedophiles pretending to be trans. Like that is a thing that has happened and you're choosing to ignore it and you want them to go to the bathroom with little kids and fuck no. Mm-hmm. So I, I don't shop at Target. Okay. Now granted I shop at other places, which I'm sure also support some ideas I'm not big fans of. But I think you have to, people should always have their, you should have a thing, like their things. Like, I don't shop at Target, don't do Starbucks. Like, people have to vote with their dollars. Yeah. So it's like. And they have to stand firm with it. Yeah. Like, if you're, like, I know people who are very hard against this, like, trans thing. I mean, they're even, they're even to the point where they're, like, against gays and lesbians, period. Now, I'm not that far. I'm not even against trans people. I'm just against this idea of letting kids do it all. Yeah. Like, I don't, like, like we all talked about it with Luton. When you're a grown-up, I don't give a fuck what you do as long as it's not in my house. But those people, they'll still buy Bud Light. And then it's like, I'll be the asshole that says, you know, I'll have to joke about it all the time because I'm gonna. Because like, mm-hmm. I want you to vote with your dollars. So... Um, a bunch of like our super or project managers, superintendents and things like that went to the Rockies opening day yeah. and they had the octane bar. I think that's what it's called or whatever. They had like a bunch of oil and gas people were there. Right. Okay. And one of our guys went and bought a, a Bud Light and some random pipeliner, oil and gas guy, never even met him before was behind him when he ordered it and instantly tore into him he's like oh you like that gay shit don't you huh huh and just razzed him for hours and then one of our um uh, i guess business development ladies that that was there with us grabbed him and it's like oh have you met so-and-so and And it was the same guy he's like oh yeah we just met (laughs) (laughs) but i mean when when you when you are come from like the background like where you and i come from expect if you if you drink bud light can expect harassment well the background you and me come from is a lot of blunt there's a lot of bluntness yes in the in the blue collar world yes which i think we needed more of so hopefully it'll spread to like the news and budweiser who thinks it's a good idea to put these people on cans yeah like like everybody wants to know like where was the person who said this is a dumbass idea like, there wasn't one. There's just some fucking 35-year-old running the advertising department. It's a 35-year-old lady. They've looked her up on LinkedIn and found out who probably had the final approval on this. Mm-hmm. And they're like, Do you, like, does she even drink Bud Light? Probably yeah, does, not. does she even drink our, our shit? She, she, she looks like a fucking 
a, a, a fucking truly drinker. <laughs> like I saw an article, and I, I looked it up and it was fake, but there was an article saying that Anheuser-Busch fired their entire marketing team because of this. I, and I looked it up. It was just a satire article to catch attention. Well, they should. I, I think they should. It, it, if my company was the size of Anheuser-Busch, I wouldn't be fucking pushing any ideals. No. Like promoting Dylan Mulvaney's promoting a stupid idea. But like, why not? Like, if I had to do a brand ambassador, I'd pick like. I'd I pick a, a sports, sports icon that I agree with or some sort of like business military member. Just, you know, in my eyes, somebody or music person, just because I'm a big music fan, somebody that portrays the company. Yeah. Well, that's what, that's what people's point are. Does yeah. Dylan Mulvaney portray Budweiser now? That's, yeah. That's because if they did exactly what you said you would do, why would you give your money to those people? Mm-hmm. See, if, if, like, like if I was Coors, uh, Miller Coors right now, whatever their parent company is, I'd sit back and be like, we're not brand ambassadoring anyone. We're not going to do anything. We're just going to sit here and let all these people come over to the good beer. Anyway. Watch our numbers go up. Exactly. Like we're, we're just going to make good beer. Yeah. That's all we're going to do. And if I ran commercials, I'd run commercials like that. I'd say, just good fucking beer. Or I'm going to just sponsor or put brand ambassador, the dead Chris Ledoux. Act- actually, I'm a fucking smart ass. So if I... <laughs> oh, God. If I, if I ran Coors, I would be running commercials right now that say, uh, you know, no trans shit here. Just good beer. <laughs> just good beer. I feel like your commercial uh, would end like in Dodgeball. Over here at Coors, we're better than you. <laughs> uh, if I was Coors right now, I would just buy the fucking rights to Kid Rock's video. There you go. <laughs> and just at the end of the video, be handing him a Coors. <laughs> like, I would just do some smart ass. But that's because I'm a fucking smart ass. Yeah. But no, it's, <clears throat> it is what it is. It's the news. It's what happens these days. This is what we talk about. Fucking beer brands. School shootings. We barely talked about that. but Yeah. All I'd say is about school shootings. Go back to our uh, gun episode. Listen to that if you haven't. And my opinions f- from there haven't changed, and I probably don't think yours have either. Mm-hmm. I did say a concession I would make is maybe there needs to be some kind of <clears throat> some kind of way that like a background check is there needs to be some kind of reporting system for mental illness. Yes. But the problem with that is, and I'll freely admit the problem with that is we have to agree what mental illnesses are. Is ADD a mental illness? No. Says you. Okay. Yeah. Because mental illness is just like this giant term. So what actually falls in it? And then how do we determine that you had a list? There's a list called the DSM five, which is like a list of all these things, but they keep moving and taking shit off of it. Oh, so it's like fucking the Corona. Now it's not masks on masks off masks on. We don't know what you are. Take it off. Yeah. They, they, there was something funny that someone was making fun of. They just took off. Um, so, like, right here, if you look up the DSM-5 list, one of the first, one of the first few items on it is uh, gender dysphoria. Um, 
but they have like right here ADHD is on the list. So people say we should use the DSM-5, which is basically this big list of things that are supposed to be mental issues. But like you're going to tell everybody who has quote unquote ADHD because you got people like me, I'm going to argue that ADD and ADHD don't exist. Yeah. Because uh, it's also I I'm a, I believe that these disorders get passed out so easily nowadays. Internet gaming disorder. Yeah. You play too much Xbox, John. Can't own a gun. Sorry, but I don't have enough time to play video games that much. Um, social communication disorder. Albert, you fucking run your mouth too much. Social communication? Like you, you're, too, you're scared of being outside and socially interacting? Maybe. Yeah, there's just a lot of shit on here. That's why I'm saying like you'd have to agree on what these things are. Mm-hmm. And I don't think we ever could. Yeah, you'd almost have to have like a licensed therapist at every background check. Yeah, but the problem is there was a licensed therapist involved in this last school shooter who was treating them, who never reported them. Was he a licensed yes. therapist? Yes. Okay. There was a whole fucking doctor, like the parents knew that there was issues. They were being treated for an unknown, unnamed mental disorder. That, per- that should have disqualified this person from quote unquote legally purchasing a gun. Like, I don't think they legally purchased a gun if they lied on a background check. That's yeah. not legal. No, it's not legal. So They falsified information. These people arguing that they legally did it is bullshit. But then again, does that mean I got to go accuse every guy who didn't disclose his ADD? Yeah. Like, that's why I'm saying my problem with that is we, I don't think we could ever agree. And then, on, then if that happens, then you have people that just don't get treated. Yeah. Well, that's the whole problem with red flag laws. That's yeah. what a lot of people are saying why veterans don't want to go get help about like PTSD and stuff because they don't want to lose their rights. Mm-hmm. Once they're on a list, they're on a list. I didn't think about that part. Yeah. That's what a lot of veterans argument against the red flag laws are. But in Florida, there was the lady who ran against DeSantis. Her kid is a they, them, or whatever. <laughs> their kid is homeschooled but was making threats to go bomb or shoot up a public school. So then somebody reported it. The authorities went and arrested this kid. She gets online, says they've kidnapped my son or daughter or whatever it is. And the guy's the guy was being funny. He goes, remember those red flag laws you voted for? That's them in action. Yeah. But she's like, he goes, and your kid wasn't kidnapped. They were arrested. <laughs> Dude, oh my it blows my mind on how pe- how people can just use words to make it make them sound like a victim oh you want to know my child was kidnapped no he was fucking arrested you want to know what my favorite one with this whole gender thing is is uh what's his face what is a woman guy matt walsh <laughs> matt walsh traps this trans person they're at like one of his speeches and he goes a uh a male tells you he's biologically male but he's trans and okay, so the trans person that was questioning him was a paramedic. Says, I'm a paramedic, I'm trans, blah, blah, blah. And he goes, okay. And he, uh, I might miss say this, but he was like, you show up to a call. It's a man. It's, it's a biological male that is trans. You ask him what's wrong with him, why'd he call 911? And he says, I think I'm having a miscarriage. He goes, are you going to check this biological male for a miscarriage and start treating him for a miscarriage? Mm-hmm. And she goes. The paramedic. What? The paramedic responds. Yeah, the paramedic responds. Um, well, no. 
And he goes, why? He goes, well, because, uh, 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 <laughs> and he's like, so we've already established there's two type of people in this world. Ones that can have kids and one that can't. Mm-hmm. Cause you just said you wouldn't check this person for a miscarriage cause they technically can't have kids. So we've already classified people into two. We would call those male and female. Mm-hmm. You want to call them whatever. And she goes, well, you know, some people just don't have body parts. And he goes, yeah, but only women can have kids. And she goes, not all women can have children. And he goes, what'd you say? Not all women can have children. And he goes, who? Women. So it's like, oh, well, so what is a woman? <laughs> <laughs> Trapped. Well, they admitted their own point. Checked and made. They admitted their own point. And there's a guy I listen to, and he likes to say, look, you can be trans, but you're still, like, if you're a man pretending to be a woman, you're still a man. You're just trans. Mm-hmm. Doesn't negate that you're actually a man. Same with females. And, uh, you know, that's kind of his point. It just always makes me laugh because these trans people, like, they don't realize, in my opinion, where they're going wrong and where they're driving a wedge rather than solving a problem. Mm-hmm. It's like, if you want people to quit judging or whatever the fuck you claim we've been doing, like, stop being ridiculous. Stay away from the kids. Like, I don't think that's that. I don't understand why this is even a debate about giving kids, like, there's a law, there's a law firm suing the government in some of these states that do that because you can't, it's on like a doctor's oath or whatever. It's unethical to give treatment that uh, isn't known to better the life or something. So they're saying there's never been proof that transing a kid, converting a kid, makes their life better. So doctors aren't legally doing these surgeries anyway, by his, his argument. Mm-hmm. And then the guy who's conversating with him argued back. He goes, well, we do know they're making it worse. Over in like Europe, they were doing this shit. They recently banned all these surgeries. Because after they let him do it for a few years, they noticed the suicide rate went up amongst trans people. Hmm. So he said, no more. It's making the problem worse. So he's like, we already know this is a bad outcome. Almost like that book that we discussed. Yeah. (laughs) Exactly. The lady that killed herself after pretending to be a man. Yeah. No, it's it's just crazy because it's like, why? Nobody gave a shit about trans people until like, what, two years ago? three years ago no i mean it was happening when when did you ever talked about trans people in high school john never (laughs) yeah we've been out of high school for a while 10 years that's it 13 13 whatever (laughs) that's fine it's not that long um i mean so the when trump when when trump was in president i mean there were still conversations then that because everyone was so Everyone was so against him, so that's when like it really started happening. For what reason, though? My point is like, what, what, what started all this? Be- because, because mean orange man is a racist that doesn't like anybody. I don't know. I don't know. I thought that was just him being racist. No one ever called him a transist. Yeah. No. Yeah. <laughs> no one ever. Yeah. But no one knows anything anymore. Well, I'm just saying, like, where did this trans thing come from? It just came from like five people crying about it and fucking they get attention like it's still a non-issue like all these are this whole episode we're having is about less than like less than half a percent of people in the world yeah like 
It's crazy how the smallest percentage has the loudest voice. I don't even think they have the loudest. Not loudest, but you know. Well, they do. Louder they, than us. They do. And I think that also goes back to what I've always been saying is like, we've been minding our business and too busy working. And it's like, I'm not saying go get fucking, you know, go be Ben Shapiro and stay on top of this shit 24 seven. But yeah, it might be time to start saying, fuck you, Bud Light. Go stand outside their gates. Well, I mean, Anheuser-Busch is up in Fort Collins. Yeah, I'm not saying go to their gates or anything. I'm just saying, get on Facebook, put hashtag Bud Light, won't buy your product no more. Yeah. You know? Yeah, once you make them trending and the world sees it, and then especially voting with dollars again. Yeah, it's like just... I'm curious how many bars, like like what the number is, uh, how many places are not serving their products now. Now, is it just Bud Light and Budweiser like we were talking about, or is it going to be the Millers and the Michelobes and all that stuff? Well, unfortunately, it's never going to be everything because people are too money hungry. Yeah. But it's... It, when it turns into a strictly Coors bar. I mean, well, one guy, his argument was like, this is the perfect time to go find your local brewery. That's true. He's all, get rid of these big corporations. Mm-hmm. Like, go find your local brewery. Buy a couple different six packs of their shit and see what you like. They've got fucking 12 different flavors all the time. I mean, that's my problem with local breweries. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. Like here in Colorado, we got 180 fucking microbreweries and they all make these stupid, weird fucking birthday cake beer, donut beer, peanut butter beer. And I'm like, just give me a good light beer. I'm sorry. I mean, I shared it. I thought it was funny. That whole, uh, what's his face? The rapper? Tom McDonald. Tom McDonald. Yeah, you sent me the fucking video. Yeah. I mean, don't get me wrong. He got me good there when he's like, hey, and if you drink right, Bear, you're already halfway there anyway. I'm like, yeah. fuck, you got me. <laughs> but yeah, I like light beer, so what? Light I, beer's fucking good. I like Coors Banquet, too. Like, I, like, usually I have both. Like, I like both. But it's like, out of a microbrewery, it's like, just give me a good light beer that I can enjoy on a Saturday afternoon because I don't want to drink fucking Guinness. Yeah. Like, so I, when I started getting into craft beer, it was weird because, you know. I can never do craft beers. I've yet to find one I like. Well, yeah, because... Like IPAs? There's, I, fucking well, IPAs taste like dirt. Dude, they're disgusting. The but um, finding light beer is hard because they're just so different, especially when you're used to your brand. I've never seen one. Like, do you know any? Because I've never even no, seen No, I haven't drank in two years. Well, I know, but I'm saying like, I've went to Daveco and just walked around and been like... No, so a good suggestion would be go to, go to Old Chicago. Yeah, I went there. I, um, didn't, I didn't go there looking for beer, to be honest. Um, and then I found out that, like, stouts, like the heavy dark beers, those are good. I enjoy those, like, the ones that taste like coffee and, like, peanut butter. Not peanut butter, but, like, the stouts and porters. See, like, 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 like a Guinness? I don't mind a Guinness, but my problem with Guinness Never is... Never had Guinness. Guinness is a dark beer, but it's, like, it has to be ice fucking cold, and yeah. I have to drink it while it's ice cold. Like, a, a light beer, I can let it sit here while we talk for 40 minutes, and it doesn't bother me that it starts to get warm. Yeah. Like, if I only drink Guinness, I'd be pouring half of them out all the time. Yeah, okay. Or I'd be drinking them really fast and getting drunk a lot. Yeah, I would recommend if you wanted to try new beers, I would go to Old Chicago because they have such a big variety yeah. there. And you can, you can sample anything that's on tap. Like, what's in a I've, bottle and can, obviously, yeah. you can't sample that. Yeah, that, that's my only two problems. Like, I always look like when I'm at the liquor store, when I go to the big liquor store. Yeah. Like, I always walk around and just... My wife hates going shopping with me because I'm a type of guy who probably walk like I only know I know I only need three things, but I'm gonna walk damn near every aisle anyway. Yeah, I'm very. You just gotta make sure. Yeah. So I've always looked. I'm like, is there a Colorado just light beer, other than Coors, obviously? But it's like, 
See, that's the hard thing. When you don't know what they are, like they're because it's so overwhelming when you have all these coolers just filled with beer, you don't know what you're looking for. Yeah. So if you go to breweries and you you know you ask them like i'm trying to learn or you know i'm willing to learn what are your light beers and then you sample them but then that's you having to put time into learning them and tasting all these different crap beers to find the one the one that you like yeah I, that is the struggle yeah my i don't know if i had a brewery that's what i would work on just light beer like a, just a name like a a common light beer you know that no. beer people want to take to the lake because like i said Light beer Light, isn't oh. that it's just water, but it's like, hey, you can nurse a beer for 45 minutes. It's not a big deal. I'm trying to think of one. Land Shark? Wasn't that one? Dude, that I shit, remember that was a popular beer. I think, wasn't that just like a different version of Corona? I don't know. I didn't drink it. I feel like it was like a different I drink Bud Light like a man. <laughs> yeah. Like a whoa, man. <laughs> <laughs> no, like a fucking 2020 beer man. That might be questionable. Like a 1950s man, maybe? Like 1950s man. <laughs> no, it's, I don't know. The news cycle's been weird. This this branding thing has driven me nuts because I've always been, like, I'm like, finally. Like, yeah, get on the bandwagon. Put your money where your mouth is. Like, I understand you can't boycott every little fucking thing. You'll never be able to buy anything yeah. at a point. You know, or you'll be stuck buying everything from 27 different companies. Like, I do a lot of shopping at Walmart. I'm sure they support things I don't. Mm-hmm. But it's like, there, yeah. Where's your local grocery that has prices as good? Well, it's not even local groceries that have prices as good. Where's my local grocery store? Because I don't have one. Yeah, that's true. But it's like, I'm more of a just like, I don't know. It, it drives me nuts when people are like, I absolutely despise this shit. But the companies that are pushing it, I give all my fucking money to. It's like everyone who bitches about slavery and they're tweeting it on their iPhone made by slaves. <laughs> like, come on. Until I see you back on like an American-made brick Nokia phone, fuck off. <laughs> fuck off, playing snake. Yeah, like I don't like don't buy Bud Light if you don't support it, don't buy it. But if you buy it, then you're supporting it. So don't. Yeah, buy, if you if, if you're supporting it, then don't throw a fit about it either. Yeah, if you're still proudly drinking it and complaining, that's the problem. Yeah, don't don't complain and support it at the same time. Yeah, that is a very yeah very valid point. You know, if you don't if you don't like Starbucks, go buy fucking Dunkin' or Black Rifle. Yeah. If you don't, there's there's another on TikTok. There's a a fire a fireman, I think, that's trying that's making a coffee brand. And then there's another gentleman that I want to try that he we used to work in the oil field because it's called Drag Up Coffee. I want to try that stuff just because it's American. My problems with some of the coffee thing, like I've looked around because there's been a little drama with Black Rifle that people get upset about. Like what? Um, Fill me in. I don't know. Let me know. <laughs> they, uh, when Kyle Rittenhouse had his picture with a Black Rifle co- coffee shirt, okay, Black Rifle came out and said they don't support him. And it's not that they didn't support him. They were saying we're not affiliated with him. Okay. So bunch of people got a little butthurt at that well that's just saying we're not sponsoring this photo he's he bought our shirt and he's wearing it for the photo well yeah i mean he's just in a picture wearing their shirt that was kind of the guy's point because he was like there was that okay that's it's a longer story but he just came up and said we're not we're not affiliated with and people are mad because they're like you're black rifle you're two-way you should be supporting him because everybody who has two eyes can see he did nothing wrong yeah but they wouldn't fucking say that because people are saying Black Rifle. 
they're scared to piss off people. Yeah. Like they're happy to take our money, but when it comes time to actually stand up for 2A rights, they chicken out. That was people's problem. Okay. They're like, you know, you're all like, we all see your fucking social media. We all see how you guys brand and how you got famous. You're all about 2A until it's time to actually put some fucking skin in the game and you fucking ran away. Okay. So a lot of other pro 2A guys were like, fuck you. You're just a mouthpiece. You're just saying, you're, you're talking the talk, but not walking the walk. So people. I see that point. Yeah. People were upset out of that. And then there was something else with them where they like brought the New York Times out, hung out with them. New York Times did an interview of Black Rifle and Evan Hafer said some shit about the people who were mad about the Rittenhouse case. Like he was saying like, I didn't, okay, I'm not saying that I know this, but the impression I got is he like said something about them being like, if they're racist, I don't care. I don't want fucking racist buying my coffee anyway. And people were like saying like what he said basically is the people who were mad at him are racists. So now he's calling his own customers racist if they supported Kyle Rittenhouse. It's like this mess of words, right? Mm. And the problem is, is Evan, Evan Hafer isn't good about word choice. Not necessarily word choice. He's not good about like, like I heard him on an Andy Stump podcast where he kind of explained the problem Kyle Rittenhouse, and I agreed with his his decision. Like he was saying, he claims, but I also think he's a little bit fluffing it. You know, he was like, "Look, I got a lot of employees, all this shit, and I don't even understand what's going on with this Kyle Rittenhouse because this picture came out like a week or two after the whole thing happened." Oh, so his defense was, "I'm not going to jump on a bandwagon. I know nothing about." And risk my company and my employees over this kid that I don't fucking know anything. Mm-hmm. Like, I know what people are telling me, but there's no proof. But then other people are like, bro, there's proof. There's video. You're full of shit if you said you ain't seen it. Like, everybody's seen the video. Mm-hmm. So they're like saying, like, he's saying the right things, but the truth is he was just worried about dollars. I mean, he asked, I mean, I, I get it. I get it. But when you have, you have to protect your corporation at the same time. I get it. Yeah, but this goes, I see both sides. This just goes full circle into Bud Light not thinking about the people who drink Bud Light. That was kind of the the people's argument who were mad at Black Rifle. They're like, "We support you and now you're not supporting us." Okay. Like Bud Light drinkers, that's probably how they're feeling right now. I've supported this brand for years. I've been drinking Bud Light for I get 20, fucked up off your shit daily. I've been drinking you your beer for 20 years. And now you don't even underst- like understand your customer base, which yeah. is what the coffee people were saying. They're like, hey, we supported your brand. We bought into your brand. And when it comes time for you to support your customers, you don't hmm. because you're worried about money. Because they were also, that's when Black Rifle was working going public. Oh. So there's a lot of people who say, long story short, Evan's a fucking sellout. He's another corporate fucking beast who just says the right words to get everyone's support. I don't necessarily believe that's a hundred percent true, but I don't think he's a hundred percent honest either. Yeah. Like I think he, I think he says he's the type of guy that says exactly what the fuck he thinks, what the fuck I feel like nobody tells me what to do, but I like, he says that. And I think that's only like 80% true. Cause okay. it's like, 
I don't know, man. I bet you behind closed doors, you were probably in a hundred percent. Like I said, with the Kyle Rittenhouse thing, do I think Kyle should have been there? No. Do I think he was hundred percent justified into the shooting? Yes. I feel like he probably thinks the same way. Okay. But he's so worried about dollars. He won't just fucking say it. That that's what I think. Anyway. I'm going to keep drinking their shit. I like their shit. I haven't, like I said, it's one of those things they haven't. They haven't done anything to push you away. Yeah. Like I said, what the thing with their controversies that they've had is like mostly semantic and to, to a hundred percent be mad at black rifle coffee. You would have to honest, you'd have to tell yourself if you were in his shoes, you wouldn't care about money either. That yeah, when you when you were saying what you're saying, I'm, I'm sitting there thinking like you know, I don't own a business that big, but I mean, when you're trying to reach that next level, you kind of need to put your company first. Yeah, I mean, so I mean, I I get it. Yeah, but yeah, that's what I'm saying. Is yeah. It's like, um, you have to put yourself in both shoes and then decide. But my thing is like Starbucks. Starbucks clearly hates people like me. They clearly supported a shit. They donated a shitload of money to the Clintons. I'm out. Yep. You you have shown no angst to earn my business besides the fact that you're branding and you sell overpriced fucking coffee that's not that good. Yeah. Stacy likes Starbucks, so if we ever get coffee and it's Starbucks, I'm like, okay, well, I guess you're buying me coffee because they don't get my money. Yeah. I'll drink their shit, but I'm not, it's not my money that I goes to them. I, I was that way for a while. Now I'm to the point where I, I won't drink their shit. Really? I won't even fucking drink it. Someone gives it to me. I'm like, someone asked me if I want it, they're buying them. Nope. So what if, what if, well, I mean, I would have to buy it first. But if someone just like, hey, Albert, I got you a coffee and it's Starbucks, what are you going to do with it? You can Tell throw you it away? No, thanks. I don't drink their shit. Okay. Fair enough. But here's the other thing. Stand I, tall with your beliefs. Here's the other thing. I mean, that's what Starbucks, so we're talking coffee. You know, you come in with a cheeseburger from, or a fucking chicken sandwich from Chick-fil-A, I'll probably eat it. I was going to bring you on. <laughs> yeah, I'm not like I just don't give them my money. Okay, but my wife takes the kids there and shit. Like that's just a me thing. It's it, your money though. It, it's it's, well, it's your money. She helps run the company. All day. <laughs> she she makes a small salary of like ten dollars a week. She can spend it however she wants. <laughs> I'm just kidding. No, but it, to me, I'm more pissed about them not refu- refusing to hire me because I had tattoos. Okay. That, that's my personal vendetta. That was 13 them. years ago, Albert. Don't give a shit. <laughs> Don't give a shit. I've got even more tattoos now, so now I should stand even more. My okay. thing, here, my thing is, here's my double standard. You won't let me work there, but you'll take my fucking money and feed me? Mm-hmm. Fuck you. Fuck yeah. Fuck you. Greedy. That means you only care about money. That's what this world revolves around. Uh-uh, Chick-fil-A, they're religious and shit. They don't work Sundays. Anyway, no, that's just, I don't know. I just hope people get better about voting with their dollars because I think that's where you're going to make a difference because, like, politicians are always politicians. Like, we're never going to get the politician we deserve. We're all- so, so I thought about this. Bud Light turned into the famous line in Batman when Harvey Dent turns into Two-Face. You either live long enough to see, you either die a hero or you live long enough to see yourself become the villain. Yeah. And they became the villain. You know, for Budweiser being what Budweiser's always, like, I've never been a Bud Light guy, but I've never, I've never actually minded Budweiser. Like, Budweiser's not bad. It's not, it's not bad, but it's not Bud Light. Yeah. Well, it's not piss water. I don't know what to tell you. (laughs) (laughs) But uh, anyway, I'm just saying, like, look at their branding in the past. The Clydesdale horses, you know, the 
Budweiser. The frogs, yeah. Yeah. Even though when Coors dogged on them, that was pretty epic. You remember that? Nope. They had the frogs, and it was like, Budweiser. And then Coors, Coors we did one, but at the end, there's like a big-ass frog, and it goes, Coors. <laughs> okay, that's good. Yeah. No, like they had great branding for years. And, and the, the real men of genius. And the, the real men of genius. The amazing, the, the funny commercials that. Yeah. Bud, Bud Light had. Yeah. The fucking bikini, the Budweiser girls they advertise forever. Yeah. Like. Bud Light, real men of genius in losing millions of dollars. Yeah. Like. <laughs> I mean, they're also the fucking beer sponsor of the NFL. Well, the, there's the biggest problem I have of all this put your money where your mouth is. The fucking NFL. Everybody's always like the kneeling, the this, the that, the COVID rules, all this shit. I hate all this shit. Please let me give you $500 to go watch the game. Please let me buy your overpriced jerseys. Like, fuck out of here. Let me I, go buy a football. Let me give you my TV ratings. I haven't watched a game in a long time. No. I use, like, it's been, I've never been a huge football fan since probably high school is when I really got over it. And then, but then for a while, I'd watch like, occasional broncos games but that's because i'm a contrarian and i wanted to see the broncos lose to the raiders every time they played just because i knew everybody would cry about it so i was always wanted to see the raiders win only happened a few times but anyway you know and then i watched the super bowls because you know it's the big game the super bowl the super bowl commercials all that shit but honestly i, I haven't even watched the super bowl commercial in three or four years now mm. like i'm just like Phew. yeah i don't put it on my tvs i don't give them the ratings like if i'm out and about like if I'm at a restaurant and it's on TV, obviously it's one of the few selections I have, but I don't, my money does not go to them. Oh yeah. You know what, you know what the real test is going to be? What's that? It's already happening in the NHL. Remember when we had Luton on and we talked about the gay guy with not wearing the gay pride oh, thing? Oh no. Don't tell me that it's going to the to No, hockey. no, no, no. More players have been refusing to do the gay pride thing. Perfect. Now the NHL is starting to cancel gay pride nights. Oh really? Yeah. Oh. And it's funny because what they're saying is they're canceling them for player safety because they're, what they're trying to say is, well, it's not that we're having a problem, but these players that are from Russia, like when they go home, they're, they're getting attacked. That's what they're claiming. But I think the NHL is not being honest and saying, we're getting a lot of good ratings from this shit. <laughs> and if we come out and tell the truth again it's about money exactly i think i think they're worried to come out and tell the truth and say hey people like what they see they like these players saying no dude not my thing and all these players have been nice about it they're not coming out saying anything shitty or trashy they're just like nope nope we're my, sitting out my faith is my faith i'm sitting out like no one's been hostile about it yeah and people are eating it up you know these jerseys are selling out and now they're canceling nights and they're trying to say it's all for safety and i'm like I think you guys are seeing the fucking, the benefit of honesty. Yeah. You know. Dude, it's so crazy on how, on, how far honesty gets you. Yeah. So like, crazy. I think they're seeing the benefit, but they're scared to say it because then however many gay people watch hockey might get mad. Hmm. And I'm just like, I think you should be honest and say, hey. I want to get a Shorzy jersey. What's you don't that? know who that is. No. You don't have HBO. You don't watch Letterkenny. No. I've just seen some highlights. So, do you have HBO? No. I'm sorry, Hulu. Yes. Then watch fucking Letterkenny. <laughs> and then they also made a spinoff show of Shorzy. Is it family friendly? For your kids, yes. 
<laughs> like how do you say, for your kid what's that supposed to mean <laughs> you let your kids cuss so of course <laughs> all right they talk fast enough to where your kids go like huh nah it's fucking that. hilarious i've been I've, you know it's weird as a dad you start kind of like <laughs> people start fucking and you're just like can't watch this after the kids go to bed i so <laughs> what's that with that what's that movie with Nicolas cage about being a war criminal uh lord of war yeah there's a sex scene in that movie i remember watching you know when we were younger when it came out we watched it with the family my parents were watching it when that sex scene came on like my dad flipped out trying to pause it and fast forward you know he's stumbling trying to find the remote and fucking hit the buttons wait what movie warlord there's a sex scene in it weren't we in high school when that came out i don't fucking know i feel like we were i don't know i'm gonna Mm, let me look this up. <laughs> war Lord movie. Lord of War. Oh, war, Lord of War? Yeah. Pretty sure that's Nicholas Lord Cage. Lord of... I can't even fucking type Lord of War. 2005. Oh, yeah. So we were not in high school. No. No, well, we would have been like eighth grade. Yeah. Middle school. grade, some shit like that. Yeah. Long time ago. Anyway. Yeah, I don't know. Any other news topics we should hit real quick before we end it? I think the beer branding is a big one because middle class people drink beer. We watch that shit. I don't pay enough attention to the news. Like I get my news from, I spend a lot of time on TikTok so I can try and stay relevant there. So that's kind of how I heard about it. And then I, then I Google from there. Yeah. So I, I kind of fact check myself before I go out and just blurt shit. Trump was arrested. Yep. Trump was arrested. Forgot to mention that. Um, we'll talk more about that later guys. Yeah. We'll, Um, we'll, we'll do like when they're actually more, involved and further along yeah further along we should do like a political episode like a presidential political let's do it if if we got to see if the democrats are going to run with biden again or not time's ticking they got they they need to start picking somebody probably time was ticking 20 years ago for that guy yeah anyway i think i'm good we got the school shooting oh i was gonna say anybody with the school shooting thing you should be going to your schools and all that shit writing letters Asking for armed security. Yes, I 100% agree. This school shooter was going to attack another school first, but decided not to because they had security. And this just backs up my idea I've had for a long time since like Sandy Hook and past that, where they should take the homeless vets and put them in schools. Not homeless vets. If you're a homeless vet. Well, not homeless vets. Like the jobless, <laughs> jobless vets. Okay. Jobless vets. I was going to say, if you're a homeless vet, I think there might be more than wrong with you. The, the, the vets yeah. that can't get jobs, put them in the fucking schools and give them, give them something to protect. Vets, retired police, police yes. who don't want to be police anymore. They want more of a local job, whatever. Yep. Even just trained personnel. The whole thing is we have armed security. I heard someone make a great point. They were like, we didn't ask for TSA. We needed them. Mm-hmm. You know, after they killed what 3,000 people by crashing planes into the towers before that you could just walk onto a fucking plane no driver's license with a cigarette in your mouth no one gave a shit I have no idea I, my first pl- I know we plane were, was in we were young but like you know back in the day there was you could go in pay your cash no ID no nothing no one yeah. checked bags do whatever the fuck you want ow sorry <laughs> Jesus I just cracked my neck people's point where we didn't want TSA we needed it we haven't had a terrorist attack since. Now, there's a lot of argument to be made about why that is. Is TSA as effective as they say? But their point is, is like, some shit we don't want it, but we need it. Mm-hmm. Like armed schools. We don't want them, but we need them. 
Yeah. These people keep targeting them. Why aren't we protecting them? So I think everybody should think about emailing their school, writing their school, going to a meeting if they have the time, all that stuff, and just saying, hey, are we looking into protecting these schools? What's the deal here? Yeah, I agree. So I think that's a pretty simple fucking solution everybody doesn't want to talk about. Mm-hmm. Well, not everybody. Everybody like us talks about it, which is what amazes me. It left, just doesn't get the, the traction left, it needs. Left, right, and center, real people all agree on this. But the politicians are just like, what was that? Yeah. What was that? You know, the, 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 the thing. Hire IRS agents? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> like, bro, everybody else down here in the real world, whether we're Republicans, Democrats, middle, independents, we no one I've met in real life disagrees with this idea of putting trained armed security at school. A few fucking Facebook warriors, and that's about it. Mm-hmm. But I've even seen Facebook debates where it's like clearly like one side versus the other side, and they both are saying the same fucking thing. Like I've seen guys that have like Trump as their picture, and they're like, we should arm our schools. And then someone who has like a Bernie bro thing saying, arm our schools. It's like, we all agree on this. Yes, why, we why, agree. Why are we not moving forward? It's not important. Just let people keep getting shot so we can push gun laws. Right. We'll, yeah, we'll revisit gun laws. We'll get a gun person on. I know you know one. Me? Yeah. The guy you talked about you met at the gun show. Oh, yeah. We can Maybe do that. him. I know we also know someone that owns a store, I think. There's a few people. In town? No. Oh. There's a few people we could ask. Okay. We could revisit, too. Like I said, that thing's always changing. It is. Any other cool news? I got nothing. School nope. shooting, that was tragic, horrible. Please, please put security in our schools. That'd be great. Transgender is questionable at best. Dylan Mulvaney's a scam. Mm-hmm. It, it's, uh, it's about all I got. That, I'm good. I'm sad. All right, then. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's not end this on a high note or anything. We're just recording an episode. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, hopefully everybody enjoys us just going off on a random-ass tangent, telling you what we feel and how we think, because yeah. that's what podcasts are. I know some people might be thinking we're getting a little bit of mission creep here because we, we're not doing as many interviews and stuff, but we're working on it. It's just scheduling. And right now, everybody knows, spring into summer, it's busy time for everybody. So Yeah. Yeah, I just, yeah. It'll, it'll, more will happen. It's just a matter of making that time yep we're working on it other than that make sure you are doing the normal social media things that we always say every week we have facebook instagram tiktok all the links are clickable in the show notes and i check this every time the the episode comes out to make sure that they work and i think our email's in there i'm I'm gonna double check it's gonna be in there that way you guys can let us know on opinions topics you want you have questions you have life advice that you need answered we will be your unlicensed therapist for an episode i'm gonna make sure we say that again unlicensed so that way our opinion is not contractually bound um other than that i hope you guys have a great one albert no that's all i got i think i talked enough okay Later.